Hey, Donna. Hey, Nadine. Hi, hi everybody. I feel like we're sitting, we're going to talk about the Barbie movie today. And yes, I feel like we were just, we just like unplanned in the opening scene. I'm waving to you from oh, my yes. open house. That's right. Hey, Donna. That's right. And I'm waving back. Hi, Nadine. And this is Teach People How to Treat You. Yes, if so- only I could float. Oh, yeah. Sorry, teach people how to treat you. Go ahead. Float into our car. Yeah. Welcome, everybody. Hi. What, hi. Wondering what you all thought of the Barbie movie. I, for one, really enjoyed it. How about you, Nadine? I loved it. Yeah. I loved it. it you awesome. know, I was a bit apprehensive going at the beginning because I was always the, the, the tomboy, mm-hmm. um, you know, sports and stuff like that. So I didn't really play with Barbies. Oh. And then you know, trying to be stereotypical as a mother. Later on, when I had my own daughter, I bought her, you know, Barbies and the accessories in the house and that. And then she wasn't huge into into Barbies either. Um, She kind of went more of the, um, you know, the Bratz dolls and the Polly Pocket and all that. But I'm thinking that maybe at that time, because Barbie started to sort of lose her popularity with, I think, our kids' generation, the, the you know, the 20-year-olds, sure. yes. because of, of the uh, impression that she had left on everyone, that this is with the stereotype of what you needed to look like. Which is perfection. Which is perfection. Physical per- perfection. Physical, yes. Yeah. Um, like when I say physical, like the, the look for a long time. Like that oh, was yeah. society's expectation of women, like the body imaging and, and what you had to look like. And at some point that started to turn. Exactly. And yeah. it wasn't necessarily acceptable. Mind you, the brat stalls were pretty much this. <laughs> yeah. This, but but with cool. Botox and filler. <laughs> I was just going to say. And they were edgy. So that was even cooler. Right. You know, than Barbie. Because right? they wore but, those um, like. You know, those neat outfits, neat outfits and the army boots and the this and that. And yeah, they were, they were edgier, but I agree. In fact, my mother-in-law, I, um, my understanding is that my uh, sister's-in-law, uh, they never had Barbies because she, and because she didn't want them to, yeah, to be influenced by that stereotype that we're just talking about, about right. looking perfect and, and all that. So it's kind of fun to see a resurgence and to see the popularity back. And it's so great to see a different spin on Barbie land, you know, and uh, <laughs> women being in control. And First of all, if Ryan Gosling yeah. is living in Barbie land, I'm going to find it and everything else can go out the window because I'll just go there and stare at him Ryan, all day yeah. long with his bare chest. Why wouldn't he be bare chested through the whole movie? That man looks unbelievable, even with the banana yellow hair. It was oh incredible God, in his fur coat. So he was outstanding. I think, you know, he, he was just outstanding. Um, but going back to your point, like... I went to the Barbie movie because, you know, a lot of mothers and daughters did. I think that's Yes, I did too, too right? Yeah. Um, because I had heard about some of the messaging. Yes. And the female empowerment. And that that's a big thing today. It has been for a long time about yeah. women trying to, you know, gain power or, or at least hold on to whatever power they have. And some of us have worked yes. in a man's industry. Like I've been in the insurance business for a hundred years and it's always been like a man's industry. Um so my interest in, in the Barbie movie was going to be the messaging. Yes. And, 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 you know, okay, the female empowerment, this, that, and the other thing. What I liked about what they did is they brought it full circle. So yes, if, what I mean by that is at the beginning, you know, it's Barbie land. It's perfect. It's that waving from, you, you know, know open, open house, house, open house. I love that they didn't your have car. real juice or real, like, real, everything. I know, everything so, was just so, so yeah, perfect. So perfect. 
and the stilettos. shoes. Yeah, their stilettos, exactly. And, um, and yeah, and, and it was all women running the show, running being the show. in parliament, making the policies. And, and the men were just there and happy to be there. Right. You know, just right. being Kens, all different Kens. All different Kens. <laughs> you know? and, but Alan. Oh, yeah, and Alan. We oh, love, Alan. love Alan. Oh, my God. He did such a great job. Didn't he, though? So what I personally took away from that movie was they started with the, that stereotype of, of, you know, the perfect Barbie in the perfect women-run world. Um, you can be anything. You can achieve your dreams and all that. And then they slowly started to change her. Yes. You know, the flat feet being the first thing. Yes. I loved the cellulite. You know, oh <laughs> Kate McKinnon says yeah. there's no stuff. That's just going to oh, keep going. My God, Which was fabulous yeah. because was, we never yes. would have thought of that. Yes. And yes. how the worlds kind of like go topsy-turvy when they go into the real world. And, of course, Ryan Gosling is her stowaway. They come back. And he's had a taste now of what it's like to be living in a man's world. Because, let's face it, we still are. I don't want to face that fact, but... We're still there. We're not quite, we don't have equity yet. Not as women, we don't have it yet in our world. We're getting better and we're yeah. fighting for it. Yeah. But we've been fighting for a very long time. Yeah. And, um, yep. Then, um, but so once he gets back, you know, he says, Hey, I've got my, what is it? My mojo dojo casa, casa house, <laughs> house. Yeah. That's it. And the horses. Everything's about horses. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I love that. Oh my right? goodness. It, yeah. it was it was great. But for like do you let me ask you a question. Do you think that because I, I so do you think like because it was that whole extreme about in Barbie land, it's really upside down to what the world has been. Yes. It's all female run, female dominated, female power, and the men, right? Mm-hmm. And then they flip it. Yes. So do you think that the writer's intent was to show, like in real world today, how it could be so different with a completely dominated female running of the world, but then they brought it back to a balance? Because when they come back, and like you were saying, like she comes back to the Mojo Dojo Casa house, and yeah. he's running everything, and it's, you know, all of a sudden the tables have turned. Yes. Yeah. Right. So they have that female hierarchy and then they, they go to the real world and it's a male hierarchy. So yes. the worlds collide. Yes. Yes. At the end though, and this is what got me was there is a modified balance. Yes. Yes. So that was the message that I took away from, from that is that there can be, and we are getting modified balance but they had it flipped to what the real world is and what i mean by that is the modified balance at the end of the movie was that the women's power was still there presidents nobel peace writers um mm-hmm. you know i can't remember all the other all roles. the other ones but uh, physicists yes that kind of, and then but then they kind of said okay we haven't been necessarily fair to the kens because it was girls' night every night, and yes, they didn't have any yes, significant said, roles, yes, and they, okay. they can only existed if Barbie paid attention to him. Yes, yes, yes. So there was a modified acknowledgement of saying, okay, like you guys, you know, maybe we have been harsh and not acknowledging 
yes. you enough as 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 that group yeah. of demographics, right? Because at the end, like Ryan Gosling's wearing that sweatshirt, I am enough, enough, enough. So I'm thinking he's kind of like what our world is now with modified uh, changes of women becoming. Yes, yes, I agree. I know what you're saying. It's but but it's a very slow modification. That's how my perception of it. It's not going nearly quick enough. Right. You know, and, you know, I was uh, telling you how I was watching the uh, finale of The Marvelous Mrs. Maisel. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And there was a number of, in that final uh, episode, there were a number of scenes, but one in particular is when her father is having dinner with his friends or colleagues. And he says, my world is somewhat upside down now. Like everything I ever thought was, is, 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 I'm I'm so confused now and I don't really know. And what what he was talking about was because this, this um, series takes place in the fifties and sixties and, and all that. And, and what he says is all my life. And as a father, I have been focusing on my son and my grandson and you know, just thinking about what they, the potential and the possibilities that were there for them. And I never, never acknowledged my daughter and even thought about possibilities for her other than just being, I don't want to say just being a a homemaker, but being a homemaker and not even having dreams or aspiring to be anything other than just domestic, you know? And and then it, it strikes him that at this point she has gone out on her own and she has um, been working as a female comic and gaining a reputation for herself and fighting the fight and trying to get her big break with no help whatsoever from her father. And I find that I, it resonated so much with me because I felt the same growing up that we were dismissed and maybe it could be from the culture that I grew up in, my parents being very traditional Italian mm-hmm. Italians, um, but that were born and raised in Canada, but still with this tradition feeling that a woman's place is in the home. Let's face it. That's all my dad ever wanted was for me to get married to the right person and, you know, be a homemaker and raise my kids and never ever thought for a moment that I should go out and have a career. Right. That would have been like a sticker shock for him. Yes. Yes, absolutely. And um, I'm not saying everyone's like that, but that's just what it was like in my family. So uh, I really was touched by that scene. And so back to the Barbie movie, um, I still feel like it is sending out that, that message that we do need the balance that it shouldn't be just one. I don't believe that just one gender or, you know, um, anybody should, should, should dominate the others. Like I feel that we should all be harmonious in this and work together as a team. And, and that if you are a woman who has been educated and doing the, you're the best person for the job, you should be paid the best salary and not because you're a woman, should you be paid anything less? than any other gender, right? Well, any yeah. other gender. And it's, you mean, to t- today's world is, is ultra, you know, um, accepting of, of however anybody identifies. And I'm yes. certainly a big supporter of that. Um, some of our world, though, is still a bit archaic with the whole patriarchy yes. stuff, yes. which is what Ryan Gosling's role was as Cam, was to sort of bring 
part of that awareness. Mm-hmm. You know, when he says, well, when I found out patriarchy wasn't about horses, I kind of lost interest. Yes. Which was hilarious <laughs> because it's so, it's so stereotypical. Yeah. However, so we're still kind of walking this line, um, you know, be accepting of everybody. Yes. However they identify. Yeah. Great. There's still a big part of the world that's not ready to do that. And I think that's where, where we, we clash sometimes in our, in our way of trying to do things. My mother, so I was brought yes. up in, a, in, you know, still a European family um, environment, but my mother as a French Canadian, mm-hmm. I said European, but French Canadian, but that's sort of yeah. that French heritage, you know, the stereotypical French Canadian back when I was born, like you stayed home and you had 25 babies. Yes. Yeah. And my, I remember my mom saying, cause she had me when she was 27 mm-hmm. and when she went to the hospital and I was her first the nuns said to her, they couldn't believe that I was her first child. Wow. They just couldn't believe it. And then she had my sister a few years later and she was done. Like she said to my dad, I gave you two kids. I'm done. I want to go back to work. She worked before they met. And, and so she raised us into whatever. And then she went to work as a career person. No oh God, love her. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And then we've talked about that before. She brought me into the insurance business and then I became a career person yeah. It has been challenging for me as a woman when I started in the insurance business in the 80s mm-hmm. to be in the roles that I took on, which was sales, business development. Yeah. I was always up against fighting and cr- scratching and clawing to be acknowledged. For, I hear for, you. For, yeah. for my results. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and I, I mean, I, you know, I, I, Dick, but but it's still not the same. It's still a exactly. voice club out there. It's and a still lot a of, voice club, and and some industries more so than others. Yes, exactly, exactly. And I mean, well, speaking of the Barbie movie, perfect example. This is the first time that a female director has hit something like a billion sales or something. I, I can't remember the numbers, and I'm not like so. Don't quote me on any of this, but I just I heard it on the radio, and just the fact that they said female director. And first time hitting this amount of yep. box office receipts. Yep. And I thought it shouldn't just be now. This should have happened before. Yep. So even that industry itself, we're like the movie within the movie business, you know, it's still the same even there. And uh, we are getting better, but I feel that we, as this gender, you know, as women, we need to keep fighting for it. Like never give up the fight. We got to keep, we got to keep at it. We've got to keep at it uh, or else we will not achieve that equity or equality. No, Both. we won't. So I want to just bring to the foreground, the line that got me in the movie Okay, was the line because Rhea Perlman play, plays Ruth Handler who created Barbie. I love it. And, yeah. and created her in the image of her daughter, whose name was Barbara. Yes. Um, her line, what she says at the end of the movie Mothers stand still so their daughters can see how far they've come or how far they've gone. Still now, gives me chills. Gives me chills. I was sobbing. Yes, I, I, I cried I'm too. tearing up now. Yeah. now yeah. Yeah. And my daughter was looking at me and, you know, she was tearing up. But I look at that as a generational thing because women have come a long way. If you look back 100 years ago. Well, I was thinking that you as know. we've been talking about fighting just for the right to vote. vote. 
I still can't imagine being in a world where we do not have a say as to who is in our government. I can't believe it. But it was there. Yes. And, and when you think about how long we've been around, 100 years ago isn't that long ago. No. You no. know, and, and even going out and, and, and becoming professionals like Amelia Earhart. Come mm. on. First female aviator. Fantastic. In a world full of where men were doing that kind of thing. So, and then, um, oh, so there are little snippets of yeah. these amazing women in history. But for the most part, it hasn't been. Because we haven't been given the opportunity. We haven't been given the opportunity. But or as the acknowledgement or even being seen or heard. Yep. We need to be yep. heard. We do. And that's why I love this movie because, um, for one, it was all, you know, it was all noise from Barbies. It was all the women that had all the say. And then, of course, as you said, it comes back to bring, bringing everybody more on equal footing, being modified. Um, but that's, that's it. We need to be heard. We need to be heard and, and we need to, you know, and the world is changing slowly. So that's why that line meant a lot to me personally, because I see in my own family tree, my, my mom's mom was, you know, a seamstress and a homemaker in this. And then my mom came along, you know, still seamstress and homemaker with a career. Yeah. You know, and then the next generation, which was myself and my sister, career women, single mom. I was a single mom. Yeah, I'm a, me too. I'm a single mom. You too. Mm -hmm. Right. And now my daughter. Right. Next steps. What, what is what is like and your daughters, too? Like, well, look at the stuff that they're doing. Right. It's just we're progressing, but very slowly. Yes. Very slowly. Very slowly. My mother did work in the business with my father, but I feel like she was the accessory. Even though she was the one doing the books yeah. and managing the finances, he was the one making the deals and still seen as the breadwinner. Yeah. And I have to um, catch myself many times when I said, oh, it was my dad who helped me with this. And I will correct myself and say it was my, my parents. Both of them helped me. Yeah. And I have to remember that. And, and it's hard because of just the way that I was raised and the way I was programmed. And I have worked very hard to encourage my daughters to know that there, there are no limits as to what that they can accomplish. And uh, I tell them all the time, do not get married anytime soon or have any babies because I will be a terrible grandmother, right? <laughs> at least right now. I go, yeah, so not right now. You know, I, I want them to have careers and to feel really accomplished. Yeah. If that's what makes them feel accomplished. If that's again. what makes them feel accomplished. Yeah. So it was a, it was a powerful, they, and they yeah. did it sort of like in a, in a, in a fun, I, some people said to me, you know, it was kind of cheesy. And it was. But it was meant to it, be. But it was meant to be. Yeah. Because you have to remember it's based on, you know, a doll. I was going to say plastic dolls. Pla plastic yeah. dolls. Yeah. Um, but sometimes cheesy is great because it's a light way of putting out a very powerful message. Exactly. And I think that this this movie did that. And it's, it, it's showing us that we've come a long way, but we still have a long way to go. Exactly. Well said, my friend. Thank you. Okay. I'd like to hear what our, our listeners think about that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Let us know what you think. Drop us some comments. You know, we'd love to hear from you. And uh, thanks again for listening. And if you haven't seen the Barbie movie yet, maybe go, go check it. it out. Oh, I, that might be, yeah. we should put a spoiler alert. 
on this before people listen to it. I, I was in it because we did really yeah, we some information. Yeah, so. you know. But yeah, I would like to yeah. hear from you guys. Thank you. Yeah, thank you or so you much. Everyone. Anyone. Everyone. Yeah. Okay, thank you. Okay, bye. 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 bye.